And I think you're going to see the church show up and um, in culture, even like in entertainment. I think you're going to see church gatherings, if you will. I was just talking to um, a, a paid actor in Los Angeles who had reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and was saying, hey, I feel led to hold gatherings on set. Like, is that okay? Like, they were right. very, very kind of scared to step out because that's not how they were raised. Right, right. And so I'm like, yeah. We were raised to be covert. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, go for it. Like, right. he was like, well, what, what do I call it? Do I have to call it a church? I said, well, you don't have to call it a church. You, you're a representative of the kingdom of God. Right. Go in, gather people, teach them, release the, you know, the ministry of Holy Spirit to them, and let God do what he does. And so I think there's a major invitation that God has given us to yeah. see things. Hello, how's your week been? I hope it's been blessed. I hope it is powerful, uh, hopeful. That's what we're all about, hope for today. And I only bring people on here that are hopeful. So my negative friends, you'll never meet them because they're not really friends. <laughs> I have to be with people who are up, who are positive, who are believing better days are ahead. Uh, there's plenty of other people, but they have their own posse. Yeah. I don't I don't hang with them, love them, but I just can't hang. Yeah. But I can hang with this one. Uh, this is Sherman Dumas, and Sherman is a hopeful person. You're around him more than two minutes, you know that, hey, he's up. Doesn't mean everything's perfect, yeah. but yeah. but he's going to project yeah. as there's a future and there is a hope, which is everything that Jesus desires for our life. So Sherman, welcome yeah. today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be yeah. here. Yeah, well, um, I wanna hear about your family, first of yeah. all. Five kids, yeah. here's a picture of his beautiful family, yeah. Jaquette, and yeah. she's has her PhD. Yeah. And y'all got yeah. it going on. Tell, tell <laughs> yeah. us about your family. Yeah, well, uh, Jaquette and I have been together a really long time because we started dating when we were 14 and 15 years old. Wow. And, um, and we are now we're older, so we'll, <laughs> so we've been together quite some time, and God has blessed us with five children. That's awesome. The oldest being sixteen, and the youngest being two. And as well, Jaquette is amazing because she was also a surrogate for a family that could not have a child. Oh, really? And wow. so she's actually given birth to six children, hmm. um, but um, we have five of our own. So and we, they're amazing. They all yeah. have their own different personalities, and it's always a journey to experience it. Right, and uh, Sherman is, I don't know how to describe you as far as what all, you do a lot of stuff. I do. So how I do, do you describe yourself? I do. Well, Jaquette and I planted a church in San Bernardino, California, 13 years ago called Kingdom Culture Worship Center. Mm -hmm. That's still a growing and thriving church in San Bernardino while simultaneously uh, we're doing work here in Texas. And so we really um, have embraced the idea that we're apostolic leaders, right. that God has given uh, a prophetic assignment as well um, mm -hmm. in, in how we kind of manifest. And, and I met you through a mutual friend, Elizabeth yes. Time Fook, yes. with the International Young Prophets. Yes. And yes. so we get to do ministry together there. Yeah. So it's really, and it's uh, fun to watch you and Jaquette minister together. Y'all yeah. are a team. Yeah. We are a team, man. I'm happy that you, you caught that. You yeah. know, we really, that's a big part of our expression is that we operate and function together. You know, Jesus sent out, out two by two, and and I really feel like there is such a power. She's great at some things that I'm not so great at, mm -hmm. and I'm great at some things she couldn't do. Right. <laughs> so right now, you're uh, part of a church, Trinity yes. Church, yes. south of Dallas. You're the mm -hmm. teaching pastor. Yes. Uh, great teacher. A guide people's lives. Yeah. But I want to talk about another aspect of your ministry because we're multifaceted. Yeah. And I hear you're also a designer. 
I am. I Can am. we talk about that? Real yeah, quick? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we 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 do. We have a whole clothing line piece that we do to give inspirational clothing um, to help um, to really push down the messages or push out the messages that God has given us. And so it's really cool. We have a, a whole line of shirts everywhere. Okay, all over so the place. now you're like, how do I find out about this guy? So <laughs> where do they go to find out about yeah, this product? Any any life? product you want to. Um, Instagram is our major connection. And so okay. if you just go and follow me at Sherman Dumas TV, um, you can go there and, and the link in my bio will lead you to everything, everything of my world. Everything Sherman. Yes. <laughs> okay. And it's exciting. You'll want to see that and get yeah. some of his product. That's, that's yeah. wonderful. But aside from that, is there anything else? You yeah. Got? I mean, we, we had a bunch of books out there. Okay, books. Um, we've written, um, now I've written four books by myself. Chiquette and I have written one together and she has one of her own. Wow. Too. That's incredible. So that's all on Instagram. Yeah. So check that out. Yeah. But they've also started a, a new ministry, even with the blessing of their church. Yes. You know, I, th I think it's good to have blessing. Absolutely. So uh, it's called detonate. Yeah. And I looked up that word in case, you know, you're like, what does detonate mean? I think I know what it means. Mm -hmm. It is to explode or cause to explode. How did you come up with that name? Well, you know, years ago, um, Detonate was actually established in California. Okay. And so we decided uh, really by the leading of the Holy Spirit that we would host these regional gatherings to unite the body together. There, there were so many people who were experiencing different types of worship experiences, and some of them were void of of the move of the Holy Spirit. Right. And so we really heard the hunger of people. And so it really was born out of the idea of dunamis, right. uh, dunamis power, that explosive power that comes into a space to release what God wants to release, but also to interrupt the activity of hell and anything that the enemy is trying right. to do as well. And so that's kind well, of- Well, I want to give you my feedback of that yeah. because I was there last Friday night, yes. was a guest and, uh, I, have, I don't know that I've ever been in a service that started out with praying in the spirit and wow. prayer language. Wow. And I'm a fan of that. Yeah. That's how we always start our, our prayer meetings wow. and, and, and you know meetings with our leadership. Yeah. But to unapologetically say, hey, we're going after God right now. Let's just go probably yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. We, we yeah. prayed in our <laughs> prayer language. And if you're like, what is that? Well, you read the book of Acts. Yeah. You know, we're, that's not what this telecast mm -hmm. is about. But read the book of Acts and uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with fire. Yeah. It's a beautiful experience. And so um, the believers in this detonate, uh, and, and what I sensed was this crowd was mostly made up of believers yeah. that are being equipped to go out into their community. Exactly. Um, so this wasn't a soul-winning festival. Mm -hmm. It was equipping the saints yeah. to explode in their environments, yeah. on their jobs, in their careers, in their families, in their exactly. neighborhoods, in their cities. And to bring revival there. Exactly. exactly. I got it, right? Yeah, you got it. You yeah. got the exact vision. That's the goal. You know, it, it really attracts the believers and, and also those that pour. You know, people mm -hmm. are pouring out on such a regular basis, ministers, parents, whoever. They're pouring out and they need places well, to be Well, you know, revealed. what was interesting, too, uh, I did see that. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people probably minister in churches on a mm -hmm. weekly basis. Mm -hmm. A lot of them came in drained, mm -hmm. tired, mm -hmm. and just like... Okay, I'm here. Now what? Well, yeah. the what was you had about five invitations, yeah. different invitations <laughs> yeah. that you allowed in this service yeah. to come down and be yeah. ministered to. Yeah. And the people were not just ministered to, yeah. they were slammed with yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, there was there was a lot of crying, yeah. a lot there was miracles, yeah. there were people overcome by the Holy Spirit yeah. and joy released, yeah. uh, identity established, yeah. new identity. 
it was fantastic. You even brought in a group, uh, Zion Dance Project. Yeah. I just want to show you a picture of these yeah. people. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, they, so much fun. They added an <laughs> element of uh, praise to yeah. a service I'd never yeah. experienced before. Yeah. I brought a friend, Chris, mm -hmm. with me, and he was. we were sitting on the front row. I moved to the side just to, to watch everything. Yeah. Yeah. So he said... I was worshiping, had my eyes closed and opened my eyes, and there's all these people like dancing in front of me. It wasn't just like dancing erratically. Yeah. They had the motions, the oh, professional yeah. dancers, oh, yeah. but it was yeah. so energetic yeah, and so it vibrant. It and was. it fit that name. Yeah, it did. It did. It added so much. And and I think um, it was really even used as a way to almost encourage or to uh, push everyone else to, hey, right. let's yeah. join into this time of worship. Right. And it's beautiful. I mean, literally movements in such unity and it just opens your heart to the beauty of it gave me kind of like a uh, a davidic worship feel if you oh, will definitely yeah david and and just the expression of going before the lord right yeah mm -hmm. and i could see how some people wouldn't like it because yeah. they didn't like what david did yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. but i i personally was all about it loved yes, it yes. i'm going to go to one of their programs in november yeah. And just uh, excited. And you have another, another yeah. one coming up. When's yeah. this next this event? This next one is November the 10th at 7 o'clock. So it'll be on the Instagram? Yep, yep. Okay, you so can you can there. register there. Yeah. Um, and let you know it's kind of a, like a rave. Yeah. It's a moving it situation is. <laughs> in uh, different venues. Yeah. You know, they yeah. try them out yeah. just part of the city. Yeah. And um, this this one's going to be great. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. Uh, hundreds of people come yeah. together from all over the Metroplex yeah. and even outside the Metroplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have other states. four different states. You know, one of them we had nine different states flying in. People are just hungry for God. They are. Yeah, they are. And yeah. and you you and your team are allowing them to experience yes. God. I mean, yeah. it was unapologetic, yeah. no holds barred. Yeah. I mean, it was just... Yeah. So has this been your experience in church life of just let's go, let's run after God full yeah. force? Where, yeah. where did that come from? Well, it came from my upbringing. So I was raised in a denomination called the Church of God in Christ. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like a sister. sister of the yeah, sister of God, yeah. And so I was raised in a denomination, Church of God in Christ, and I was actually raised really traditional Pentecostal. There wasn't a whole lot of breakout in, in freedom, right. but the church that I went to when I was eight years old, which was still a Church of God in Christ church, it was very progressive in it. And this was in California? California, in California, okay. in Los Angeles, in a church called West Angeles Church oh, of God in Christ. Oh, of course. Yes. When they got and music so, that is crazy yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I grew up there and actually started in ministry at this church. Okay. Well, my pastor, he was really wide open to all kinds mm -hmm. of expression and um, all kinds of experiences. And so because he was, I learned the power of true worship and praise from that kind of space. And I kind of received impartation, for those that don't understand that kind of language, you know, it's, it's an idea. The Bible says, freely we have received, freely we can give, right? And so out of, out of a portion of what we carry, God allows us to be able to release that into the lives of others. Paul told Timothy, he said, I don't want you to forget what you receive by the laying on of hands and by prophecy. And so out of those experiences there, I received just this heart to go after God in exuberant right. worship and praise. Right. So from that moment on, it's, on it's kind of become a part of right. our expression. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful expression. Yeah. And um, it's just what I believe needed in the church right now yeah. for such a time as this. I want to talk about what's happening in the church worldwide because I travel to a lot of nations. Same thing is happening in those nations as here that people are ready for the next yeah. because the next is upon us. Yeah. What worked before is no longer working, yeah. and churches that are still doing pre-COVID church 
are not recovering. Yeah. It's like they still have COVID. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're growing weaker <laughs> yeah. and they're losing people. Why do yeah. you think that is? Yeah, I think um, God was giving us the opportunity of reset in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like um, he was saying, hey, here's an opportunity. And we've heard that all the prophets were saying that everybody was getting that clarity. But unfortunately, some of us have missed, we missed the opportunity right. of reset. Right. And so we didn't reimagine. We weren't open to seeing how God wanted to progress us forward. But I think it's necessary because the culture is changing around oh, us. Extremely. And, and so much of what we've done, John, I think has been really connected to our own religiosity in some ways. Like we like it a certain way. And some of the ways that we like it as when I say we, I'm talking about local church pastors, I'm talking about church leadership. Some of the stuff we cannot prove in scripture that it has to be that way. Right. It's just what we like. Right. It's, it's learned behavior, it's learned activities. Well, and you know honestly, some yeah. of the stuff we do is not yeah. held up by scripture, unfortunately. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And so I think God has given us an opportunity now to dive into the word and to see all of the possibilities that he has available for us to impact culture around Mm -hmm. us. And so some of us, you know, as church leaders, we've not been okay with churches not being in a four walls of a building. We're not okay with that, but I think God is okay with this fresh expression. I think you're gonna see the church show up and um, in culture, even like in entertainment. I think you're gonna see church gatherings, if you will. I was just talking to um, a, a paid actor in Los Angeles who had reached mm-hmm. out to me a couple of weeks ago and would say, hey, I feel led to hold gatherings on set. like." Is that okay? Like they were very, very kind of scared to step out because that's not how they were raised. And so I'm like, yeah. We were raised to be covert. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yeah, go for it. Like he was like, well, what what do I call it? Do I have to call it a church? I said, well, you don't have to call it a church. You're a representative of the kingdom of God. Go in, gather people. Teach them, release the you know the ministry of Holy Spirit to them, and let God do what He does. And so I think there's a major invitation that God has given us to yeah, see things differently. And, and you know, I'm gl- I'm glad there's breakouts. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, I was at an event in Dallas uh, from the Rainbow Revival, uh-huh. and it was in Clyde Warren Park, wow. right in the middle of downtown Dallas, Come where on. they had a march for Jesus. Uh, baptismal tanks, uh, not being judgmental at yeah. all, totally accepting. Yeah. And it was targeted to the LGBTQ community to love, yeah. love them, not ostracize, not push aside, yes. not say you you got to change. Yeah. Jesus loves yeah. you. Here's their yeah. stories. And yes. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I think we're going to see more and more yeah. of that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it kind of divides the church, yes. but I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Because Jesus lived through that. For sure, for sure. I, I You know, the Lord gave me a word a, a, couple, a couple of years ago that we were getting ready to see a massive revival right. in that community. Yes. In that, um, that the church has to be wide open to love well. Right. And if we loved well, we were going to see some people get totally and radically transformed by the power right. of God and was going to reach that community in amazing ways. So right. I think it's that time. Yeah. So Dallas mm-hmm. is where the Lord has geographically put you in right yeah. now. Dallas, for those of you watching from other nations, uh, you know Dallas from a, a kind of a cowboy town. It's not a cowboy town no, anymore. Fort Worth is still. <laughs> it's our sister yeah, city. Yeah. Uh, but Dallas has also been called the buckle of the Bible Belt, yeah. meaning it's very religious. Oh, yes. Ton of churches. Yes. Ton of churches, big churches, yes. big ministries, yes. but a lot of them are very set. Yeah. You know how the buckle is? It doesn't budge. Yeah. And so the buckle has been very tight on Dallas and on this nation. Yeah. 
and I'm watching you be a person mm-hmm. who's unbuckling. <laughs> let's yeah, let's yeah. kind of unbuckle yeah. this belt yeah. and, and not be so uptight. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Dallas for a moment. Mm-hmm. What do you see God doing in Dallas, Texas? Yeah, I think God wants to raise up Dallas as a prototype, a paradigm of what is possible around the world. And the thing about Dallas is you're right, a lot of religiosity. Right. Um, I, December will make two years of Jaquette and I and our five kids being here. And a lot of wealth. And a lot of wealth. Lot of wealth. <laughs> and so because of these things, you know, there's, there's, it's almost like you have to come with that breaker anointing in order mm-hmm. to step in. You know, the Bible says that the breaker goes before us. Right. And, um, and I believe that we're in a day where God wants to break through all of these walls and these barriers so that Holy Spirit, who is, in, in my estimation, w- the most rejected part of the Godhead um, um, and kind of like pushed aside to be able to manifest his power and transform lives in ways that sometimes we have never experienced before. God wants to do it in Dallas. And I think Dallas is like a microphone if you will, to America. And God is about to make some pronouncements. He's going to make some statements. From this particular space, it will be an epicenter for revival that's going to hit the country. I believe that. And I would encourage you, you're watching from all over the world. Mm -hmm. You might say, well, I don't have a detonate near me, Mm -hmm. or I don't have a church like Freedom that that John's at. I don't... We get online, be a part of these services, be a part of what God is doing and have a personal detonation. You you can do that. I am encouraged through the week when I watch other ministries. I have to be fed too. You do too. So we have this wonderful treasure through the internet that we can go into these churches, go into these ministries and be encouraged like never before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's available. It's a, the beauty of his bride is the diversity of his bride. Right. You know, and 1 Corinthians 12 tells us all about all of these gifts that, that exist and that they are functioning differently, you know? So we cannot look at any of them and frown upon them because they're all so beautiful in expression and there's so much available right now right. for us to grab a hold of. Well, I'm seeing in the nation's this hunger that you're talking about just for more of Jesus and especially the power of the Holy Spirit. And so when I go in, you know, I just talk about signs, wonders, and miracles. Let's just do some miracles. Uh, It was very easy to talk about miracles at Detonate, and we watched many miracles occur fast, fast, fast. I mean, people are, (laughs) when you open the door to Holy Spirit, you're going to have miracles. And here's what miracles do. It's not just for the body. Everyone who received a miracle Friday night, is going to tell people. It's like a restaurant. My son's a manager of a restaurant in Dallas. And if they have a customer unhappy, they're going to tell at least seven people of what a horrible experience they they had. If they have a good experience, they'll tell about two. But at least it spreads good instead of bad. So I know these people who had miracles are going to go out of there and not speak negatively. They're going to say, hey, God touched my life. And and for a spirit-filled believer, hopefully it's more than just two. You're just going to yeah. It's going to spread. Yeah. And then what happens is miracle springs out of mm. their lives. And so if you want to be part of a miracle culture, right here, I mean, <laughs> be a part of Detonate and feed on it. Uh, it's once a month right yeah. now. Um, hey, that's good. Yeah. You can watch the, the former broadcast yeah. too. It is lit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's alive yeah. and God's doing some great things. And I look forward to Dallas being blessed by this ministry of Sherman Dumas. Mm-hmm. Um, detonate you and your wife, Jaquette, 
and what you're bringing to Dallas, uh, it's needed. Yeah, and it's yeah. multi-ethnic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so important in this hour it is. for us to, you know, step beyond those barriers and to connect. And I'm so grateful for your support in Detonate. God yeah. used you in such a powerful way to release the miraculous. And you you help to people to understand that it's easy to just step in obedience with God if we just say yes and things can happen. So right let, there. let me be really honest yeah. with you. Uh, <laughs> The ease I was mm. able to minister and detonate is the same thing I feel in other nations, but wow. not very often in this nation. Wow. Because we're averse to the work of the yeah. Holy Spirit. It's sketchy. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, we, we're very skeptical. Is yeah. this is this God? Yeah. What, is this a sham? Was, yeah. did, were yeah. they really touched right, by God? Right, right, right. I mean, oh, yeah, we're very skeptical. I don't run into that in <laughs> yeah. other nations. Yeah. People are wide open. Yeah. They're yeah. wanting to see the miraculous move yeah. of God. So the crowd that you're assembling, wow. they were right there. Wow. And it was so easy yeah. to move in the miraculous. Wow. So thank you for that open oh, door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was my complete honor. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, an honor to have you as friend. Yes. And here here's my parting question because we're about hope. What is your hope for the church right now? Yeah. My hope for the church right now is that we would unify like we've never had before and that we would work together. I think part of the enemy's goal and what makes him smile is when we're divided into all of our spaces and places and are not one. There is literally no competition that needs to exist in the body of Christ. Right. And so my hope is that we're going to live that out. We're going to walk that out in brand new ways. And we're going to feel the force of heaven behind us as we step in and shift culture around us because we're unified. Wow. Well, that's it. So thank you for being my oh, friend. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> and being filled with hope yes. and your whole family. And uh, thank you, nations, for being open to the power of Holy Spirit and uh, I want to bless Honduras right now. I want to bless Nicaragua wow. and Costa Rica and El Salvador. I just feel an anointing of a revival fire released wow. within you. And so I speak over these nations that you would be open to the move of Holy Spirit. You would be a welcome place, a portal for God's glory to pour into and transform and revolutionize your very nations all the way to the leadership. Uh, I, I spoke to uh, a large segment of the Congress of Honduras about three months ago. They were so open to wow. Holy Spirit. And I asked them, what can the church be praying for? And they started, they gave me nine prayer requests. Wow. And so then I began to speak them back over them and pray. Wow. And uh, it was beautiful, the expression from the Congress and the tears of being prayed over. I, I mean, governments are ready to be blessed yeah. and not yeah. cursed, to be lifted up. Are they perfect? No. Are you perfect? Do you deserve somebody to pray for you? Probably not. But thank God we do. We have people that speak into our lives. So these Central American nations uplift your government, even though you may say it's corrupt, corrupt, yeah. corrupt. Pray for those in authority over you. Yes. Be the detonator in your nation and see what God will do. God loves the nations. So do we. We love you. And Sherman, thank you for being my friend. Oh. Thank you for being my guest today. Oh, wow. It's been great to be with you. I believe in you and I'm excited for what God's doing in Dallas, this nation, and through the nations. Amen.